The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. On money line. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That can't be. We can't have that. With Donnie, baseball right side. It's good times now, obviously, with all the changes to Major League Baseball, and I like to put them, every single one of them better than the next. You're going to get the same amount, if not more scoring and more action all at once in a shorter, condensed time frame. It would be like me coming on, going, yo, Kevin, you know what makes a football game better? Put in 17 more commercial breaks. I I love the the breathing of the game, Kevin. Kevin K. Master Walsh. This morning got me ready. This look going into to yesterday, doing research, giving out the picks yeah. for people, giving out World Series previews and and predictions. I felt that that energy this morning. You know whose idea was putting like a massive behind the scoreboard clock? That's one of the worst ideas of all time. I, you don't want anybody thinking about the pitch clock on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Nine. Party people, listen up. Yeah, over the next two hours, your boy DRS has you. Donnie Wright side here on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It is Moneyline, and we have a lot to rejoice for today. Why? The NBA playing round start tonight. We got a doubleheader tonight on a Tuesday, doubleheader on a Wednesday, an off day on Thursday, then another doubleheader Friday night. And by that time, we'll know exactly what the true play-in scenarios are, which means we're going to be ready for the actual playoffs, and they begin on Saturday. Fantastic stuff. If you want to call in, 844-843-6879. Let's have some fun. Let's get after it today. As I said, a lot of topics. Now, we'll bring JP in right away. JP, you behind there? You behind the, the wheels of steel? You know I'm locked in, Donnie. What's up? Uh, yeah, now, now look. Dollar Dog Night? He brought it up over the break. Let's get into that right off the top before we handicap any baseball games, talk any NBA action. For the people out there that don't know Dollar Dog Night, it probably takes place, JP, like in just about every single ballpark, which means you go down, they cook up extra dogs, you roll through the line, you pay a dollar, you get a hot dog. Now, does that mean that you have an obligation to Dollar Dog Night, JP, to eat as many as possible if you go down to a game? Is that what it means? It is absolutely what it means. If you're going to Dollar Dog Night, you don't sit there and you don't eat one dog, two dog. You are eating as many as you can humanly fit in your mouth in that time frame that you are at that game. 
I feel like it's it's a must that you do that. Like that's why it's there. It's not there for like the family of four to go down. Like, hey, look at that! Four hot dogs, four bucks, perfect. Let's go sit in our seats. I feel like there is a need for like every single inning. You're looking up and down like the row, your boys, your family. Who needs another dog at this point? So if you do go to a dollar dog night anywhere in Major League Baseball, what's the expectation on how many you're supposed to eat? Like, let's just say me, you. K-Dub's down there. Like, what are the expectations? You don't want to be a sloth, right, and knock down, you know, 20 hot dogs. But you can't just pull up with, like, two or three, right? It's got to be. It, put it this way. It feels like it has to be a minimum of five dogs, to be honest. You know, it's funny. My roommate's going with me. He walked in my room an hour ago, and he goes, how many you eat? And I go, five. That is the baseline of what you yeah, eat, that I'd is. say. And then your top is nine. If you're doing a, dollar, yeah. a, a dog in inning, wow. that's all right. But if you go over that, Holy you're really moly. pushing it. Now, granted, like, let's just say you're going down. You, you didn't have a full dinner, and you go down and say, okay, dollar dog night. Like, come on now. Like, you're going down there to eat. So if you go through the line, like, you start. You get in the game. You find your seats. Let's just say it's a 7.05 first pitch, right? You're in your seats by 6.45. You got to have at least two dogs before the game, JP, right? Like, is that the right feeling? You've nailed it. I'm walking in that game yeah. grabbing two hot yeah. dogs for myself, and I'm sitting down and getting through an inning or two before I get my next one. Like, that feels comfortable because, as we know, you don't know you're hungry or starving or how full you are. So you put the two dogs down, like, right before the game starts, right around like that second inning. It's like, hey, it's dollar dog now. What are we doing here? All right, we're going back. Now, the next one's the key, JP. Do you go get two more dogs the next time around, or is that when you start to pace yourself? Dog in the second inning, dog in the fourth, last call on dogs around the seventh, so you polish off your fifth. Or is it let me go and be gluttonous right off the bat knock down like five dogs and by the third inning and then see what you have left over for some energy like what's the yeah, approach so this is where the experience comes in around dollar dog night you get up in that second third inning right in between them and you grab your next dog you don't grab two and then you could pace yourself and you make it throughout mm. the game because the people that haven't been they grab two the next time around yeah and they can't get up for that next dog now here's what they got to do jp they have dollar dog night i mean how about a night like early june dollar beer night like how would that settle with the people out in the streets you know, there's there's an old tale about. It. I think it was like ten cents at the uh, the oh, old Indians is. games. There's a yeah, big one. That, yeah, disaster. I don't one. think that's coming back. I want. Was it Cleveland or it was either Cleveland or Detroit? But I know exactly what you're talking about. Where it yeah, was, hey, let's Detroit. get lit, and they went berserk. And I do believe the game had to end early because of the people running onto the field. <laughs> and Major League Baseball was like, you know what? We're not even going to finish this game. And I believe the home team actually just took a loss because they couldn't control the crowd, and everybody was fine with it. Yep, that's how it goes. So uh, I don't think yeah. they're bringing back the go. dollar beer night, especially not in Philadelphia. Man, I'll tell you that much. Definitely dollar beer night. I can't even imagine. Like, it's crazy, too, because I'll tell you the unfair thing. You sit back to yourself and you go to a game, and we all complain about this, but it just feels like it's just the way it is now. The prices that they charge at Major League slash NFL, Major League Baseball hockey games. Again, I talk about this a lot. Make me president. Make me commissioner. We won't have these issues. Like when you're selling beer at a game, that you can go down to the corner store and get like a six-pack for a couple bucks, and you're paying over $10 for like a 12- or 16-ounce beer. Think about that. And it's your fault if you pay for it at the ballpark, right? It really is. You're supposed to go down and pre- that's what pregame is called. Tune yourself up a little bit, feel good, get into the game, sip on a beer. Everything's okay. It's right. It's Moneyline. Come on back on a Tuesday. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. My name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. As there's a drive in you don't know what that prompt is, people. So you know what that is. Run. Listen. Uh-huh. Home runs, which means Dinger Tuesday at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Did not hit my Dinger Tuesday wager last year, last week. So looking to get after it. And again, limited sample size. Not a lot of opportunity here to say, ooh, 50-60 at-bats against this. 50-60 at-bats from the pitcher, from this side of the plate. We'll get there, but we will be in effect today for a home run prop. We'll do some handicapping for Major League Baseball a little bit later in the show, but let's keep having some fun here because there are some interesting topics today. 844-843-6879, I believe, to double down on one of our interesting topics to talk about where we started the show. Todd from Michigan has a take here on an interesting night in Major League Baseball. Todd, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, you were talking about the Tencent beer night. That actually, I, I'm you were referring to the Disco Demolition Night in 1979 at the old Comiskey Park. That's the one where uh, Steve Dahl, who was kind of the Howard Stern before Howard Stern, uh, local DJ here, AM 890 Chicago, uh, he... Uh, invited everyone to bring their disco albums and they were going to destroy them between games. It was 10 cent beer night. Google it, look it up. There's people hanging from the second balcony. Uh, the whole outfield was, well, center field was on fire. Uh, just a really a, a, a kind of a historic thing that happened in MLB and, and funny. It would never happen these days, but uh, yeah, I don't think we want to go back to 10 cent beer night, even though it'd be, it'd be pretty sweet. 
10 cent beer night, man. I'm pretty sure that the uh, ambulances would be rounding the stadiums at that point for people trying to knock stuff down. But I, I remember that, Todd, because there's been 30 for 30s on that. And also, I remember watching a Bee Gees documentary where one of the main parts of their documentary was that disco demolition night, which sort of meant the end of the Bee Gees era. And it's tremendous how much hatred people had by the end of the 1970s for disco. And by the way, JP, he is right about that. They actually told everybody to bring your records. And let's just say you had records, uh, I don't know, the Bee Gees, uh, Saturday Night Fever, whatever it might be. Bring it into the game, and they were going to put it in a big, like, bin slash dumpster and explode (laughs) it with, like, fire and dynamite. I mean, amazing. Like, imagine. You're right, Todd. Imagine that today. Hey, guys, bring uh, your your old footballs down to the stadium. We're going to blow them up at the half, and that should go really well. And then on top of it, let's have cheap alcohol that night. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, all-time uh, all-time hit. But uh, thanks, guys. Oh, um, I've been hitting awesome. on these yes. uh, NHL. I've been hitting on these okay. NHL uh Tank games. Uh, Wild pulled ah. through on the puck line last night. Par- parlayed uh-huh. that with uh, who, uh, whoever was going against the Coyotes. Nice little hit. Uh, don't know how much uh-huh. left we've got. Well, we only have a couple games left, but uh, we'll keep it up. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Getting on some angles at the end of the season. We even talked about that in the NBA. Just teams with nothing to play for and don't want to win games whether it's hockey or basketball, you can take advantage of that. You certainly can. So there you go. Disco demolition night here. How about that? I'm telling you, it would never work today, but boy, I would love to see it. Now, how would we do that in modern day? Because you wouldn't have disco demolition night, or you wouldn't have, boy, I hate R&B night, or I hate country music night. That wouldn't work. Like, what would you actually have? Probably... I hate this football player or baseball player. Bring memorabilia, bring a jersey, bring a hat of a team you don't like, and we will explode it in the middle of the field. Now, that's pretty good. Like, if you want to say, hey, look, attendance is lagging here. Disco demolition night, what do you think? And you get like a sold-out crowd where they're so rowdy you can't deal with it. That is actually fantastic stuff. Now, again. Probably won't see that again, and so be it. But boy, oh boy, you can look back, and you know, we were, Todd's right. You can Google that stuff. It's amazing to see some of the actual promotions that went in around Major League Baseball. You know, by the way, White Sox are always in it too. Didn't the White Sox wear shorts in a baseball game one time, as if they were playing softball? Tremendous stuff you can get away in like the 80s and the 1970s here. Topics we're going to get into today because we did lead off the show. Fantastic stuff in the NBA tonight. Two games, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, Minnesota Timberwolves, Los Angeles Lakers. We'll get into that in just a little bit. I love this because you get two tonight, two tomorrow, decompress on Thursday, and then you come back on Friday and sort of get that double header again before you get into it. Now, you know what? We're going right back to the phone lines here. Because I know I got, I know this guy's about to tell us some stories. 844-843-6879. Get your hot takes in. Get your stories in. What happened back today? Moose, talk to me. What do we got today? You know, shout out to Todd up in that uh, state up north. I remember that uh, very well. But uh, June 4, 1974, the Heat had uh, two teams, the Indians versus yeah. Barry Martin's Texas 10-cent beer night. All their Pollocks uh. went wild. Matter of fact, uh, what even happened as well, 
is that Billy Martin took a baseball bat and was swinging it at the fans. The fans were fighting oh some of the players. The, uh, they had a beer truck, several beer trucks, um, up uh, near the bleachers. They had scantily dressed ladies serving beer, and they just walked away. They turned over the beer trucks over to the fans. So they uh, had quite a documentary about that. And uh, that, uh, that, uh, that was wild. But I think this, they could do like a, um, I hate Art Modell night or something like that. Yeah. That would bring yeah. them out. So, um, yeah. 10 cent beers, a dollar kibasi sandwiches, bring out your Modell photographs. Oh, yeah. That would be funny. But uh, that would as be always, uh, as always, uh, Yanks are going back into the stadium tonight. Um, yeah. Big win. Oh, hey, the other thing, too, on that 10-cent beer night in 1974, yes. they had the mm-hmm. gentleman um, that, I don't know if you've ever seen him, he was always up in the uh, corner of the stadium beating the drum. And, um, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he just kept on beating that Indian drum. So, <laughs> but... Uh, you guys have a great day. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, that's back when it was the mistake by the lake where they used to play out there. My goodness. By the way, brings up great, great times as well. Because I'm telling you, when I was growing up, and I, I picture my formative years, like in the 80s, like when it's like, ooh, everything's new to me. You know, by the end of the 80s was, you know, 1990 or so, becoming a teenager. But in the 80s, going to bed at night and turning on Monday night football, where it's like Bernie Kosar, and the Cleveland Browns versus, like, the Miami Dolphins in, you know, Municipal State. I mean, it was so beautiful. It's the ugliest stadium in the world, like, if you would look at it today. But it was so beautiful that it was just, like, so cool to see football played. The old Browns uniforms, the real dog pound back in the day, you know, the drive and all that stuff. It was in 1986, 1987, in that range. So much stuff here. There's so much history where... I think we lose a little bit of it today, including some of those crazy promotions that some of these Major League Baseball owners would use just to drive attendance at the ballpark. Because you have to remember, in this day and age, attendance is all fine and good, but the TV market, meaning, you know, advertisements, regional networks, that's what pays the Major League Baseball teams the bulk of their money. Back then, it was about driving attendance. How many people can you get into the ballpark, you know, paying for programs, paying for hot dogs, paying for soda, paying for beers and all that stuff, which, granted, now is certainly a part of it as well. But the TV money is so big that it sort of dwarfs a lot of that income where you would just have to have a promoter slash GM say, hey, look, we're only averaging 13,000 fans. What do you say on a Saturday night we have a big promotion? You get 40,000, 50,000 people back in those big old ballparks, man. That's a payday. That stretches out that profit for the rest of the season. A lot of good times here. A lot of good topics we're going to hit today on Moneyline. If you want to get your phone calls in, any awesome memories that you have of some ridiculous stuff that you watched as a kid on the baseball or football field, let us know. 844-843-6879. It's Donnie Wright's out here. Solo mission today on Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Locked into the money line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Getting after your hour number one of Moneyline right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. By the way, you know, just to double down on that topic, has anybody out there just have been to like a crazy night or a crazy promotion that you probably won't see anymore? Now, I know back in the day, a lot of times the mini bats that they used to give away in the stadium, maybe baseballs with your favorite player's picture on those. I still think they do some of those out there, but in some arenas slash stadiums, they really frown upon doing that because some damage that could be called down on the field. Now, I honestly, I've been to a lot of games. It's hit or miss on this, and even at concerts. I'm telling you right now, I cannot stand this one bit. I go up because I'm not a big beer drinker. So, you know, I'll take my wife to the game, take my kid to the game, or even when I go with a couple buddies. Hey, we're going to get some beers at the concession stand. Do you want one? No, I don't. I don't I don't really like to drink beer, per se, at a sporting event. Uh, back in my day, as I like to say, when I was in my 20s and 30s, yeah, going down to tailgating, I still wasn't a beer guy. I liked, you know, hard alcohol. I would drink, you know, Jack Daniels, Jack and Coke, rum and Cokes, you know, vodka, just take some shots, because I'm not really a beer guy. But having said that, yeah. you go down to the game now, and let's just say it's not dollar dog night or 10-cent beer night, right? I just go up there and say, let me get a, I don't know, a, a hot dog, slice of pizza, uh, cheesesteak, burger, whatever. Because they got pretty good amenities now at these new stadiums. It's no longer you got some stale pretzel from four days ago at Veterans Stadium. Like they got some pretty good options and some major chain restaurants there. But why do they have to t- I know why they do it, but I'm still asking this question. Like when I get a bottle of water, it, it, it's not for my refreshment that I'm going to pound that bottle of water within the first 10 minutes I get it. The fact that every once in a while, and I know it's probably a a thing in all stadiums, but not every concession stand does it. I don't know if they don't pay attention, just get lazy. But they open the bottle of water and they throw away the cap and give you the bottle of water. Stop Stop the madness, man. Look, I don't know where my seat is, but I'm pretty sure there's not a ton of I'm throwing full beer bottles, and water on the field. 
Now, I know somebody's going to call, and I guess Moose is probably listening right now. We've seen it with a bad call in Cleveland, what, maybe 20 years ago now, when the franchise returned to Cleveland, where the refs had to get off the field, and they were getting bombarded with those new aluminum beer bottles that were closed, and they were trying to get pelted. That was one of the reasons why they start to take that away. But come on now. Like, I'm getting a bottle of water, which I probably paid 8 bucks for that bottle of water. Give me the cap. So I can just ration it throughout the next, you know, two to three quarters, three to four innings here. I'm not slugging it down right away. I'm going to carry it back to my seat. And although you turn the corner and the, the bottle falls off, oh, there's a cap so it doesn't spill. No, there's no cap spills all over the place. Like, where do we get to that point where I can't get a bottle of water at a game without them taking the cap off and keeping it as if I'm some three-year-old that's going to get upset with a holding call and from C18 at Lincoln Financial Field have an arm better than John Elway to hit the referee with or the opposing team's sideline. Stop it. Stop. I paid eight. You want to give me that water for 50 cents or it's free? Yeah, take the cap. I don't have any issue with that. I pay eight bucks for a bottle of water. Give me the cap so I can just keep it there. All right. There, I said it. Now, as we talk about paying $8 for water and ridiculous prices, hey, go there, get a cheesesteak at the game. All right, 18 bucks. Thanks, man. Your own individual pizza here that's basically the size of one pizza slice, 14 bucks. Thank you. Popcorn, 8 bucks. Ice cream that you can get around the corner for like $2.99 is now $9.99 at the ballpark. One scoop of ice cream in a plastic Phillies cup with a little bit of uh, chocolate syrup on top. Stop it. We talked about the, we're going to talk about the Masters right now. Now, ratings were up, and rightfully so. When you have a leaderboard that's star-studded, people want to tune in. And also, it's really the first golf event of the year that we look forward to. I love the Masters. I used to love to play golf. Don't play it anymore. But I'm not necessarily a golf guy. I don't care about the RBC this weekend, the week after the Masters. I don't care about any other golf tournament until we hit the PGA, the U.S. Open, and the British Open. That's where I'm at in my golfing viewing career. Love the Ryder Cup. But the Masters, when the big boys are in play, the ratings come out. And it looks like we had a 19% increase this year over last year. Last year, Scotty Scheffler won. Most people have no idea who Scotty Scheffler actually is. If you showed him in a lineup of golfers, probably 7 out of 10 people could not pick out Scotty Scheffler. But you know, you could probably pick out Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, John Rahm. Superstars. They drive the sport. They drive the needle. And that's why we had a nice battle for at least most of the day on Sunday. So it was apparent that Brooks Kepka didn't bring his A game and shot 75 on Sunday, and Rahm won it. But you still like to see the superstars. And Phil Mickelson, the lightning rod of all lightning rods. And I bet you could probably say today who are the two biggest draws in golf? Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, right? It's probably the two biggest draws in golf. The fact that he was charging on the back nine at Augusta was something to watch. And also, I I wish, and again, Kevin and I talked about this a little bit. Give me a little bit more of Live Golf vs. PGA Tour. I know the Masters controls the telecast. What they say goes. You can't say fans. You can't say rough, right? They have all of that stuff that's built in. And they control what goes out through the TV feeds. But you can't tell me that people would not eat up the fact that Phil Mickelson is a Live Golf Tour player. 
Brooks Kepka is a live golf tour golf tour player. John Rahm is a PGA tour player. Head to head for world supremacy as the greatest golf league on the planet. Greg Norman, not allowed to the Masters, wasn't invited. They don't want that. Ooh, it might be a. It might get a little bit hectic here. You know, if he comes, oh my goodness, it might steal the show. Stop the madness on that. Give us what we want. Head-to-head competition from two rival golf leagues. Whoever wins, it gets bragging rights. I would love to have seen if Phil Mickelson at 53 would have slipped on a jacket. I would have loved to have seen if Brooks Kepka slips on that green jacket again. Makes a comment like, yeah, feels good to be in the winner's circle. And playing the toughest golf league in the world, or the toughest tour in the world, the Live Golf Tour. We're honed for this. This is why I got this green jacket. Even if he doesn't mean it, it's great stuff to have a villain. But it is nice to see the Masters rebound because Sunday was beautiful. Saturday was a washout. You didn't know if you were even going to have a finish of a tournament on Sunday. Maybe it bled into Monday, you thought, which is really anticlimactic. You want it done on Sunday. They got it done Sunday. But also the Masters. You can eat and drink for It's not for free, but my goodness. I mean, I don't know what a pimento cheese sandwich is. I don't know if I would even like it. But the fact that it's like a buck fifty, I feel like you have to get it. I'm not looking at the menu right now, but I feel like they have like tuna fish or chicken salad sandwiches very cheap as well. Bottles of water aren't crazy, crazy expensive like we have them here at most stadiums. It's good to see some things still live at the Masters at that point, even if we can't acknowledge it's the Live Golf Tour versus the PGA Tour. That would be fantastic. All right, so let's get that one out of the way. Topics for hour number one, handicapping a little bit more in hour number two. Your phone calls all the way through, 844-843-6879. I do want to talk about this. YouTube. Everybody use YouTube? I love YouTube, by the way. And also, I don't know how you actually make it through your day if you have YouTube and don't have YouTube Red which means the premium service that cuts out commercials. I don't even notice it anymore because I've had it for so long that I just like have a playlist and I play it. And you can you know, put it in your pocket and shut your phone face off and it still plays and you listen to music and whatever you want here. And there's no interruptions with commercials. What, it's like 10 bucks a month? I mean, it's like gold. Liquid gold, I would pay for that ever. I don't even know how people use YouTube without having YouTube premium. I don't. Is that what it's called, that premium? I think it used to be called red in the past, but I think it might be called premium now at this point. The reason I'm bringing up YouTube is what? The package, right? The NFL ticket is now coming here to YouTube, which rejoice everybody because it seems like only 10% of the country actually could get direct TV at their house. Now, for years, when I lived at my last property, I had both cable through Xfinity and also the dish through DirecTV. I was paying two cable bills a month just for the right to get the Sunday Direct ticket. And it was worth it because the Sunday Direct ticket is awesome. And it was done very well on DirecTV. Game mix where you can have four games on a screen at once. I got multiple TVs set up. Sunday was wonderful in the DRS household. And don't tell me the people out there, oh, man. I got these illegal streams that I'm six minutes behind and buffering the biggest moments. No, I, I want to see things as close to I can in real time with a great HD feed. 
Now, the Sunday ticket is coming to YouTube, and the price points have been released. We're going to go over those price points here just after the break. But I need to know from the people out there, before we even get to the price points, now that you see DirecTV does not have a stranglehold on the NFL ticket, are you going to get the Sunday ticket through YouTube? Or do you use illegal streams out here? Which, again, that's all fine. I'm not judging anybody for doing that. But I need to have it where I don't get any buffering, any bullets to my house, none of that. I just want to watch the games, and I'm willing to pay for it. I need to know if people are going to get the ticket now who didn't have the ability to get the ticket before. We'll bring up the prices, which I actually think are reasonable. You might look and get sticker shock, but that's really not the case. Let's talk about that and much, much more right here on a Tuesday edition of Moneyline. Donnie Wright's out here. Solo mission. I'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go. All right. Let's get back into it here. Was teasing before the break, the Sunday ticket on YouTube, and will people pay for that? Will we be excited to pay for it? Just for the opportunity now, finally, to get it legally into your house without a dish, without some random streaming service that you got from a guy off the internet and had to hand your debit card to, and after week three shut off where you couldn't even get the games, they buffered too much. Now, having said that, there are detractors to this because when I did have the dish, it was nice. They did a great job, DirecTV, with the Sunday ticket. You had the game mixes. You had them on on every channel. It was clear for the most part. I never had any issues with, oh, it's raining outside. I can't get the game on. I didn't have any of those. I had a pretty clear, you know, backyard shot to the sky, and everything came in well. So I didn't mind paying for it. I actually paid also on DirecTV for the Major League Baseball ticket, which was sensational because you could put eight games on your TV because in my basement at that time, when I was doing the shows, on my far wall, was a, I had a 75-inch and I would put all eight games up, and you would bet the games, but you could see each one up there. When some player team had a runner in scoring position or a big moment, you flip to it, you get right back. It's fantastic stuff. Now, if we're taking a look at the price points here, now I preface this by saying I'm not getting YouTube TV. I don't need that. I pay enough with Xfinity for my, you know, 
internet, for my cable, everything. It's ridiculous. I can arm it. It's basically a car payment at my house every month for internet. Because I want the fastest speeds. I want the most channels. You need all that stuff, especially being in the content business. Speed matters. You can't be coming on looking like you're filming shows on a potato, right? Like, what's Donnie doing? Is he frozen? Oh, he's frozen again. You can't do that. You need the best of the best. So I'm not going to switch to YouTube TV. But if you do have YouTube TV right now, $249 if you purchase before June 6th. That's fantastic. Because I believe DirecTV was like five, I want to say like $599 for the package. So that's fantastic because YouTube got a big reach. It felt like DirecTV, the only reason why you had DirecTV is because you wanted the Sunday ticket. Outside of that, what the heck do you want DirecTV for, you know? But $249 if you buy it early, $349 for the season. Like, what would you become on, guys? Like, you know if you're getting the Sunday ticket. Why are you not getting it at $249 on June 6th? Ah, I'll worry about it later. I don't care about the extra 100 bucks. Stop it. If you're going to get it, you might as well get it before June 6th here. Now. YouTube TV subscribers, if you want to get it early with Red Zone. See, this is ridiculous, though, at this point. Red Zone should come with the actual subscription. Now, for me, I'm actually not going to subscribe to Red Zone. Why? Because it's probably going to be available still on my internet, or excuse me, my cable package. So I won't be doing that, but I don't have YouTube TV. So the enticement is get YouTube TV. These bundles are going to be a whole heck of a lot cheaper, and you'll still get your TV that you want to watch. Now, non-YouTube TV subscribers, $449 for the season, but $349 if you buy it early, which means before June 6th. That would be me. $489 and $389 early with Red Zone if you subscribe, I guess, before June 6th. So I don't mind that. Like three forty nine a year for the Sunday ticket is not bad. Like you're gonna get eighteen weeks. So let's go, what is it? Three forty nine. Let's get this again. Three forty nine divided by eighteen. It's roughly twenty dollars a week. That's perfect. You tell me on a Sunday afternoon to watch every single game, you're not scrapping out nineteen but it's actually nineteen dollars and about forty cents. So roughly twenty bucks. That's not bad. To get every single game. And also for the past year that I've been in my new property, I don't have DirecTV anymore. I just have cable. And I got to tell you, I was really missing the Sunday ticket. Because as much as you can watch online and try to do this and that and get the scoring updates into your phone, man, it stinks when you can't tune in. When you see a big turnover for like the Chicago Bears where they're playing, I don't know, the Buffalo Bills, you want to flip to that game if you have a team total, if you have a spread, or if you have a guy that you need to go over a prop bet, you want to watch that live. And some of that was just maddening. And especially, look, one of the greatest inventions of all time really is Red Zone. But boy, when they pull away or not, I mean, it just drives you crazy. You want the ability to go ahead and watch the individual games themselves. So does anybody out there go, you know what? I'm not getting Sunday ticket because YouTube, you're, it's available to everybody. Every single person can get it. Now, I, I don't know exactly because I'm not going to scroll through while I'm live on the air to see exactly what like the NFL is getting paid for this. But I always wondered for so long and said to myself, why don't you just have the ticket available through everybody's cable service? The amount of money that they would make. But they're much smarter than I am in those positions. And it's a reason that people are actually doing it. Right? 
or why companies are actually making that decision. Because if you could say, like, okay, we're going to sell the rights to DirecTV for $1 billion a year for the Sunday ticket. And I go, what? If you let it up on the cable, you get $5 billion a year. But there must have been a reason why, where it's they want you watching the local you know, game on Fox or CBS, and that's who's paying the rights fees, and they want you watching the TVs, and that's the way to do it. But the NFL can make some side wagers, or side money, I should say, of about a billion dollars a year just by going to DirecTV, and nobody really gets too, too much upset. But it's easy stuff. I mean, my cable bill is, what, three, three, three forty a month? That includes internet. But isn't that ridiculous? It's, it's no longer, by the way, I did say it's a car payment. It's no longer a car payment. Car payment like five years ago because interest rates used to be low, actually. Now they're high. I mean, you're, you're, you're renting, or excuse me, you're leasing some random car with 70,000 miles with, for three fifty plus a month at this point because of how high interest rates are. But I will be buying the YouTube Sunday ticket, and I will be happy with that purchase. Just like I pay him 10 bucks a month because I don't want to see commercials. Boy, how about this? Like if everybody got together with the NFL and said, you know what, we're all fans. How about if we just pay an extra 10 bucks a week NFL per fan? Don't have commercials. How would you guys deal with that out there? Would you be fine with that? Wouldn't it be sensational? How great would it be? How great would an NFL, be game, an NFL game be without commercials? Like there was no, because again, have you ever been to an NFL game? And if you haven't, you look on the field. There's a guy with big orange oven mitts that stands at like the 20-yard line opposite of like the referees. And being at the game, you notice it because they step out like three or four feet and they do like the winding motion they, like, cross their hands. They do all such a nonsense as if they were, like, guiding in a plane to let the referee know that TV timeout, we'll be back, we got to review this, and you see them looking off to the side to see if the big guy with the oven mitts is actually waving them off. I would love that. I would sensationally love if the NFL came to the fan and said, we'll make a deal with you guys. Pay us each 10 bucks, and we'll never have another commercial again. I think people would do it. I think NBA fans would do it. I think NCAA football fans would do it. I think hockey fans would do it. Would love to have no commercial breaks, as they said in here. Now, if we're talking about commercial breaks and, you know, delays in the game, how about this delay? The Packers, the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers. And I know we got to keep talking about this, because sooner or later it's going to be done, or it has to be done, or we think it would be. The Green Bay Packers, which God love the Packers franchise. No real ownership group, like a conglomerate. Town owns the, the town owns the team. You know, that sort of setup here. No true owner, but it works in Green Bay. I guess they're going on their, it says their annual bus tour. So I guess the front office just drives around to like random towns and has like town halls with them to spread the good cheer. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what they do with these things. They get off the bus, Ted Thompson and the boy. I don't even know if Ted Thompson's there anymore, to be honest. Whoever's running the staff for the Packers, they all get on a bus and they drive around. Now, what do they do? Hey, by the way, uh, beers this year, eight bucks. Yay! But the question you know that they're going to be asked repeatedly on this bus trail is what's the deal with Aaron Rodgers? And I know they're holding out at this point. And the striking point for this deal was probably going to be something so ridiculous. Like, hey, by the way, they wanted a sixth. We said seventh. 
Like, is that what it feels like? Because we don't know exactly what's going on here, what they're offering. We haven't been privy to that information. But I can't believe it's like, hey, by the way, we want an extra number one, and we're holding out for that. It can't be that. It can't be. But when is your over-under date for Aaron Rodgers coming back? Or should I say, going to the Jets and not coming back to the Green Bay Packers? Does it have to happen soon? Will it happen soon? I don't know. Because the simple fact of the matter is we're not playing football, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't believe in working out with his team in the offseason anyway. Like, they might get together for like a weekend or two and throw passes, but the guy was never showing back up to Green Bay and getting after it in OTAs. So is the time frame really post-draft in about two weeks? May, June, July even? He knows the playbook. There's no doubt about that. Nathaniel Hackett's running the show. That's Aaron Rodgers' playbook there. He absolutely knows what's going on. But for the Packers president to be driving around on the bus and having some fun and just saying, I really can't get into that. And I know Brian and Joe have been talking. So I guess it's, it's, a, it's a Mark Murphy is the Green Bay Packers president. And he's the one going around. Keep an eye on that tailgate tour to see if their interest is up. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to be moved at that point. But that's moot. That's the NFL we got to talk about. It. Same thing with like OBJ. Does that mean that superstar quarterback Lamar Jackson is coming back to Baltimore? Or is he leaving? We'll know of that sooner than later. No doubt about it. We really will. But you know what I do want to talk about too? Cliff Kingsbury, going back to USC. One of the guys, that, again, football coaches are built to coach football. And this is where you see so many times at the end of the year, a player's like, you know what, I had it. I think I'm going to retire. I don't have much left in the tank. I'm really worn out. Two, three weeks go by. Hey, usually I start lifting by now. Getting back to my diet. Looking forward to next year. Getting the phone call from the boys. Working out. Having fun. All right, you know what? Let's give it one more year. Well, Cliff Kingsbury didn't do that. Cliff Kingsbury got fired this year from the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury got on. And my favorite part about this whole story is, oh, guys, he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand as if it was impossible to get a round-trip ticket or, good luck with that, man. You get a a one-way trip to Thailand, yeah, you can never come back because they just don't sell single tickets back to the United States from Thailand. You're done. You stay there for like 10 years. You turn into a Buddha or Buddhist at that point. That's it. You're not allowed to come back. But Cliff Kingsbury is coming back to a great, a great situation. I mean, Lincoln Riley is a sensational college football coach. And here's what I like about that, too. You see Nick Saban do this a lot. It's the coaches that are comfortable in their own skin and don't feel like they're going to be bringing in other superstar-style coaches and need to be upstaged or that's the guy doing it, not me. Lincoln Riley probably reached out to Cliff Kingsbury and goes, hey, man, you know you love football. i got a quarterback here that's probably going to win the Heisman next year. We play in the Plaque 12. We're going to put up 50 a game. Let me come in and work with him. Come in and work with Caleb. See what we can do with him. He's going to win the Heisman. He'll probably go number one overall. And you'll get some credit for that. And I'm fine. Like, I make over $10 million a year here at USC being a head coach. I'm not going anywhere. I love this stuff. Come on, and we'll see if we can make our football team better. But it's just interesting where Kingsbury, you thought that there was one coach that was like, you know what? I just need to get away for a year. Like, I don't want to watch football. I just want to sit on a tropical beach without a cell phone for about six to eight months and then return back to society. He didn't do that. Yeah, he went on a great vacation, probably enjoyed himself. 
he's back in the business of football. And that's where he's supposed to be. College football, pro football, head coaches, the other lifers here. But you know what we're going to talk about next? Where JP is going tonight with his wagers and hour number two on deck. It's Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Network. Final segment of hour number one. Before we get to hour number two, uh, I am going to bring up this topic again at the top of the hour because Warren Sharp, about 12 or 13 minutes ago, had a great tweet here on YouTube TV that we could sort of you know, put into the future and what it actually means. Just want to tease it, but we'll get to that in the first segment of hour number two. But let's find out here where JP is going tonight. Now, JP, you had a futures play from yesterday. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Where, what did you do yesterday? What did you play? I took the Kings to beat the Warriors in that first okay. round series. Gotcha. Good. And I'm rooting for that, too. I think there's a, a decent chance that that happens at a good price. Now, you got Major League Baseball all day today. You have hockey. I guess you could go that route. You do have two NBA games, the Hawks and the Heat, Timberwolves and the Lakers. Where are you finding yourself today going? I'm going to the playing games, and I'm going with the cider total. All right, so we're going to go cider total. Just to set the table for this one here, the Miami Heat, five-point favorites over the Atlanta Hawks in a total of 228. The Los Angeles Lakers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites now and a total of 233. So for the playoffs, you have two decent looks here at these numbers because they're a little bit inflated. Just to give you an idea, when you head into Wednesday night's action, the doubleheaders, the Chicago Bulls and the Toronto Raptors, that's 214 and a half, much, much lower. So if I'm looking at these two games myself, I don't necessarily want to lay eight and a half with the Lakers. I do think the Miami Heat can win, so five would be in play. But if we're looking more towards that total side, what would you rather have? The Hawks Heat 228 here for JP, or would you rather have 233 in that Lakers T Wolves game? Rudy Gobert's out. I think we get some pretty good pace. I'm probably at this point leaning for JP to take a total in that Timberwolves-Lakers game. That's probably where I'm looking. Heat and Hawks, 
228. Now, granted, Atlanta doesn't play a lot of defense. We're going to handicap these games in hour number two, but just giving a little bit of a preview. I don't believe a little bit hesitant going with the over 228 in that game. Not to say they can't do it, but anytime I see the Miami Heat, I always get a little bit nervous. Hour number two is coming up here. It's your boy DRS, solo mission. Let's have some fun. Keep it right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.